show is about money and wealth creation and we talk about so many ways of making money about retirement planning about stocks bonds gold real estate uh, crypto so many kinds of things but have you ever stopped to wonder why you're trying to make all of this money or even to build wealth is wealth really only about money or is there more to it so today we are talking to rajiv prasad who has spent several decades uh, investing in quite a few actually quite a variety of assets and he has an interesting viewpoint about being rich versus being wealthy but before we find out more may i please request you to follow the show uh, we host a lot of diverse perspectives on money and i would hate for you to miss out on any one of them so thank you so much for for following us uh, so rajiv uh, thank you so much for uh, being with us here today before we begin perhaps you could tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and maybe your background in money management or investing on your own account oh thanks a lot amit for inviting me and letting me speak about myself uh to quickly get on to what my background is i initially started my career from an ngo and okay. ngo stands for non governmental organization and that was into welfare schemes etc but uh, very soon i got uh, fed up with the set up the time of the type of delivery they do for the welfare things so i decided to move on to the corporate sector instead of working for a profit making organization mm. and so and then from there my journey started i have my specialization into running ites it enabled services companies right. and basically i have worked for uh, american and uh, british clients the bulk of my career has been devoted to these companies so i really got exposed to their setups how they operate the whole businesses from their hometown or from their country etc and uh, my my expertise is to establish businesses from scratch okay. or midway if there is a crisis to restart so that sort of expertise i gradually developed i am a single parent and my children are still studying and uh, down the decades whatever you said i have been uh, investing cautiously but in the beginning it was not so smooth at all it was a lot of learning so there i am in front of you i am completely at your disposal to know whatever you want to get from me Yeah yeah Th- thanks a lot Rajiv I I think that uh, lays out the kind of the background fairly well and actually as a single parent um, or a single earner for that matter because many people are uh, you know uh, only a single breadwinner in the family it must be a lot of pressure uh, I think to not only earn a living but also to save up uh, enough for you know all of these uh, you know goals that you might have such as potentially college or maybe uh, your kids wedding yeah, you know yeah, things like yeah, that yeah so yeah. so that's a lot of uh, you know different things to work towards as a single yes i mean the very start was not a single parent but midway i went into that i was the situation and circumstances had to this two offers so i had no choice yes you have you are more cautious you are more planned you are more cautiously aggressive mm. <laughs> it's the term where you have to understand that you have to do a lot of tight rope walking so right. yes 
lot of tightrope actually that's a really interesting way of putting it i haven't heard anybody else say that but you're you're absolutely right because you can't be so uh, sort of passive and risk averse that you put all your money into things that aren't really going to return a yield uh, that will work for the long run but you also can't gamble it all away <laughs> because you have to it's a thin for... line of divide right? it's a yeah. thin line of divide a gamble is a risk again a risk but it's a serious risk and somehow i mean i don't believe in the theory of calculated risk okay uh, excel sheet business is somehow i feel is just a constellation for your power thinking you know you arrive at certain figure you put some maths there and that's what it is so at some point of time you have to decide what is your purpose of life you know what values do you have which you would like to follow and then uh, once these things are a bit clear and these completely depend on your socioeconomic background what background you are coming from what level of education you have what level of financial situation you are going through what kind of uh, domestic issues are there so the purpose and value and another thing i strongly feel is discipline i was not so disciplined at least uh, from the perspective of earning because the earning was not much so you know how do you i mean still i managed to always one thing i will always say whatever you earn you have to be disciplined in our either inherited or you inculcate to save at least 15 20% of whatever you hmm. actually there is speaking, no shortcut yeah no, so no shortcut. so speaking of that um, maybe um, it's an see for most people nobody's born with the knowledge of how to manage their money and everybody develops yeah. that uh, over time either early in life or later in life but eventually you have to figure out what to do with your money so how is it that you got started uh, on this process or how did you learn maybe initially how to uh, go about it i joined a, an american uh, law firm and there i met my senior and he was in new york stock exchange trade uh, trader and he was kind of talking about what we do now in india buying things from amazon or buying things they were doing it so many years back he could buy his shirt so i watched him very carefully and then i saw that he was also investing or doing so from there and he told me that look i am trained so whatever i tell you will be from slightly better platform so that's how the journey started and then of course i was always saving money so at one visit to my bank at that point of time standard charter was my principal savings account right i walked into the branch and then this relationship manager came wished me and then he said okay have a cup of coffee and then he opened my account and he said what is this i said what <laughs> he said sir so much of money is lying in your savings account and there the story started mm okay well at least you have you're lucky you had a a uh, motivated relationship manager mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so out of suppose 10 lakhs was lying there 
I said, okay, I, I'm fine with investing with one lakh of rupees. I will watch it for some time, etc., etc. Mm. So this is how the journey started. Right. Okay. So so that's uh, interesting. And what are all the just for context for everybody on this conversation? What are all the different kinds of things that over time you've ended up uh, either exploring or investing in? Uh, I started with one or two stocks, but I was not in a position to handle them. So I kind of sold them off and then switched to mutual fund. So initially, my journey started with mutual fund. And it went for a couple of years, wherein I saw that all those mutual funds, 60% at later stage I realized, which was advised by these people, was really not the money which I should have been putting my or betting on. They were rather competing their targets. Right. Because the rate of return was really not so worth. Hmm. So it's it's a mixed match learning. I, everybody, you have your own learning. I have my own learning. Others will have their own learning. And it only right. depends what level of money you are ready to risk and what age group you are. Right. The younger see, you are, you can take this more risk. Yeah. So, um, and you have, okay. So it's interesting. You started out with equity and then mutual funds. Uh, what about like, I don't know, maybe property or gold or the other things that people normally uh, tend property, to Property, okay. I'll tell you a very strange story I had and gone through. Uh, working in private firms, you have, uh, you know, you have in between the job situation. And at that point of time, my uh, brother-in-law came in and said, Rajit, there is a, you know, a society coming up. So the apartment, are you interested? I said, yes. So at this point of the situation, what I did was whatever bulk of money I had, 50% block in the property. Mm. So that's the property business started. But right. Amit, one thing we must realize in order, see, that is why I said calculated risk is a bullshit story. <laughs> why? Because you are not calculating the appreciation of that property. Mm. In eight years, if it becomes double in PPF or in banks on a fixed deposit, the property is doing better than that. Hmm. These are the things. So first, started with mutual funds, equity. Not the, I did not have the confidence. Switched to mutual funds. Then I invested in uh, property where I had to also pay the EMI in a crisis situation. Right. Okay, so so Rajiv, uh, let's move to the you know the one of the topics of today's conversation. So the way it sounds, you know, you started out, but you were a strong saver, and then you you know you had all this money parked in the bank, and then eventually started in investing it in various places to the point yeah. where you now have investment properties and actually uh, just investment oriented kind of objectives as well. Uh, so. You know, one would say that you're in a conventional sense, you'd be called a rich person or at least a very well-off affluent person. No, I mean, midway, midway, midway. Right. So, so when you say, uh, you know, when we, when we uh, talked about this topic before our recording, so you mentioned something about, you know, how being rich is not the same as being wealthy. And like I was saying, conventionally speaking, one would consider you to be affluent, uh, or like you said, halfway towards being rich, let's say. 
but yeah what what do you define as like why is rich or wealthy different they are synonyms after all right or what's the difference difference is on the persona hmm see i am speaking to you from delhi delhi is a flashpoint of glamour not hmm. like bombay which is a contrast but delhi is dominated by a type of a population which believes in extravagance which is in high lifestyle now lifestyle lifestyle has been understood very wrongly by many people hmm. they think driving an expensive car living in a rented big house buying branded clothes and mobile phones is they are rich hmm they are rich because they will take photographs of a very expensive restaurant and put it in the facebook and wait for the likes to come or comments to come now right now that persona is different than a wealthy person hmm a wealthy person need not necessarily go and show up that i am rich please consider me rich it becomes an aura Hmm. for the okay. rich mentality the investment is more towards expenses hmm. and when bare minimum they save and that's why they keep working the okay. difference between an asset and a liability is very thin <laughs> for example for me car is a liability because it depreciates but it gives ease of transportation provides mm. extensive ease of transportation what about laptop is it a liability or a capital asset right laptop is an asset now comes the point can you manage with lenovo or you have to buy apple right mac i will manage with lenovo the rich one will manage will go and buy the most expensive mac which he or she is hardly using hmm. so asset is something which has the capability you are well you are a well established person you know about these things but we are talking about masses to understand asset is something which can grow on its own with the benefit of compounding hmm and compounding has a gestation period it will not start showing in your figure within couple of years but it goes it goes it goes so systematic investment is a, is a good route mm. for the service class lower income group middle income group even higher income group i have ventured in many areas i went even for the bullion part of it i used to buy those small biscuits 50 grams mm. you know why because i thought that i will use it when i have to buy ornaments for my daughter right because the making charge will be saved right you just give that and you say okay now you charge otherwise you pay twice making charge yeah yeah these kind of calculations is there cash component uh, i feel i keep it on the lean principles slightly more and lean has a very simple i mean you have to 
Eliminate all kind of waste. A cash lying in your drawer is of no use. It just gives you an emotional and psychological uh, feel that, oh, I've got a lakh rupee. But it's bloody lying there. So you should have, say, a pause, say for example, if your monthly expenses are 20,000 rupees, 30,000 rupees, maybe you can keep 20,000 rupees in your drawer, not one lakh. These kind of things are very important for an investor to understand initially, right in the beginning itself. Minimize your waste. Waste means going to restaurants, having uh, a bottle of beer for 500 bucks, you know, and then going to a Gucci and then, you know, you're buying Tommy. Okay, fine. You want to show your status. Be, be, be careful about these kind of instincts. Right. Actually, um, so essentially what you're saying is that a rich person spends on expensive things or spends on yes. expenses, whereas yes. a wealthy person takes that money and puts it into something that will grow. Now, True. and that would be an asset. Uh, I have done that. I am not wealthy, but I had to. And very right. important thing, Amit, here. Please try to understand anybody who is having a house or a big car is not a millionaire. Hmm. Because that one, one million in India is equal to 10 lakhs of rupees. So if you have 20 lakhs, you can say I'm a millionaire. But internationally, it is not the case. You have to have 1 million of USD reservist to the exchange rate of that point of time. For example, a millionaire in India can be called a real millionaire if he has 1 million multiplied by 78 rupees or 80 rupees, which is 8 crores. Mm. So that, that thinking has to be corrected. You are not even rich now. Please. That's what I feel right. is the basic thing. Right. In fact, uh, I remember when I started out investing, that was 15, 20 years back maybe, um, my my start was with this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a book yeah, yeah, that, I have read that most book. people read seem that to book. have either read or been inspired by. Yeah, the rich dad's son and the professor's yeah. son. Yes, yes, yeah. I remember that. And the whole point of that book is that uh, you're not rich just because you have a large salary. Uh, you become yeah. rich by taking that salary and putting it into something that will generate money for you, which is exactly your point as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, these are the fundamental principles. You cannot change. It was thanks to that gentleman who wrote a book about it. Mm. But that was the hidden reality which always existed. Mm. He only pinpointed something mm. and gracefully he wrote a book which was further spread to the masses. Right. So, you know something, Rajiv, I think a lot of people sort of get the point. I, I feel like people fall into three categories. One kind of person is well-educated about money and is also actively doing something about it. Another kind of person understands but doesn't do anything. And a third kind of person doesn't know. Now, the problem is with the second category which is and the third also <laughs> well, third also but third hopefully if they know they will do one of the two things uh, uh, right, right, right. but the the second category i feel like a lot of people fall into this this slot which is 
either they find it too much to handle oh my god i have to learn so many things before i can even start or they get stuck in very minute details uh, or you know they're constantly tracking their portfolio and it spending way too much time on it so in either case i think uh, these people tend to give up like oh you know too much yeah, work yeah. too much effort there was a phase in my life also similar yeah 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 so you're, exactly you're right. so so that's the point and same for me i've had uh, a phase again i think for years where uh, i just did nothing because it was like oh you know other things are happening in life and i've bought some property and you know my money is going towards that property so i'm done uh, so my question to you is since you also face the same problem and somehow come yeah, out yeah. of it yeah yeah what is what is the system that you evolved for keeping this investment process and you know desire to uh, invest how, how we kept it going gradually i enhanced my percentage of saving as the salaries grow mm. you have a tendency to waste more mm. what i did was i started putting in the mutual funds because i knew i will not be touching this money mm. so that's the kind of a practice and a discipline i adopted mm. and kept on saying whatever 1000 2000 5000 10000 time passes your compensation enhances and then you can allocate her. so that was one mutual fund for me was a very very safe bet then uh, gradually i entered into the equity side and equity was something which is you know you don't really know mm. it's not very technical now it is very easy in fact mm. because you have so many portals you have so mm. many uh, you know information so much of information on the computer but and there are multi baggers one thing i would like to convey here while you are getting into the mode of investment please ignore media as much as possible don't go by cnn don't go by ndtv don't go by these pop ups which you re- receive multi baggers please try to learn something very simple how a line becomes zigzag and you will learn what is a chart <laughs> and then you have a you have a drop down one day 30 days six months one hardly go through it and see and whatever matrices you have selected for yourself because there is no benchmark for it and you see whether it is pe whether it is you know debt to equity or whether it is just simply the if you don't know about pe and just see the chart mm. just see the chart it will go 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 and then don't need to unnecessarily go and discuss with people mm. have the have the courage to take the risk put 500 rupees there and mm. see what happens and keep watching the chart you will learn yourself after 2 3 4 5 mistakes you will understand so that's how i learn of course i keep reading mm. i keep reading all the time and right i mean you have to put efforts disciplined efforts that's why discipline is very important very important so actually let me pick up on that point you you mentioned discipline actually a few times through this conversation so tell me more about that what what do you mean by discipline is it discipline of timing like you'll only you'll do things every month 
or is it discipline of uh, like a philosophy or an investing approach or is it discipline to you know make sure that you're saving money not spending too much uh, what exactly do you mean it's mix of all i mean there's nothing called one standard formula hmm. there is no mass which can define discipline i mean discipline is basically related correlated to your action hmm. and there comes in between decision a discipline a discipline will teach you how to take almost the correct decision or wrong decision if you are not disciplined hmm. so decision making comes through a regulated disciplined life where you remember amit there was a very famous thing we all used to hear which nobody bothers now be healthy wealthy and wise right see now these these are very three huge terms healthy wealthy and wise wise is knowledge decision action wealthy is asset making healthy is keep fit what if you if you are gone if you mm. pop up so i would rather say these these discipline terms should be interpreted in a customized way for yourself how i can remain healthy how i can re- become wealthy and then how should i remain wise that's it right and i think maybe this is uh kind of leading nicely into the next point which is we've talked about you know asset building and becoming rather becoming rich and then we've talked about wealth as being the ability to take all that excess money and put it into something that will actually generate money yeah. for you yeah i mean invest capital into a compounding right instrument right so that is wealth building and more than that i think you're talking about maybe a more holistic life and that's where yes. the, the whole why are you doing this uh, thing yeah. comes in yeah. so when you yeah. talked about healthy wealthy and wise wealthy is one component which enables hopefully the other two things so yeah. so tell me more about you know the your thinking on you know on in that area like i i know before this conversation we talked about purpose and goals uh, and you know mm-hmm. these things that you mentioned discipline help and, action yeah. yeah everything yeah so how um, how do you relate these to the concept of wealth see first of all you will see what we do is we also have an impact of the socio economic surrounding we are living in hmm. a rich person i mean whom he copies a millionaire hmm. millionaire whom he copies a billionaire hmm. the biggest answer to the question is who the billionaires copy i have the answer the monarchies <laughs> okay they copy the monarchies hmm. they buy the mansions they buy the yachts they but at the same time see their wealth making mind is very strong if Mr X was delivering books houses on his bike or on his car whatever but he didn't remain uh, i mean he he was not only kind of exclusively doing book distribution then he multiplied into various products mm. so this copying business should stop you should know where you are and where you want to be mm. that is strategy 
and build strategy. See, every company when you create, I mean, you have a mission. What is mission? Is a strategy where you are and where you want to be, and what you have to do in between is the strategical strategy. So you and that that is the purpose. So the purpose, then the discipline, then the action, and then the execution. So you have to choose whether you want to be rich, whether you want to be wealthy, what is your lifetime target, how you can keep your family happy, how you can uh, make uh, kids' education safe. So holistic, I would say, is something which is not making you jittery all the time. We are not scared of taking risks. That's very important. Mm. Risk is not an elephant. And on the other side, it's actually an elephant. It will never bother you. It will just pass. Mm -hmm. If you stand quiet, don't be afraid of risk. And don't overcalculate risk. But take risk. If you're taking risk in your profession, you also have to take risk for your capital. Mm. And that is money. So once you have these kind of attitudes inculcated within yourself, in your persona, in your personality, you are a holistic person. If you are doing business, your bloody sole motive is not to evade taxes. And being an Indian, you think you are unsmart or you, you, you are an idiot because you don't know how to evade taxes. Now, that's not a good thing. I have seen people, the whole energy the whole energy is wasted in <laughs> evading taxes. No, 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 no. Don't shoot it. Don't it. Okay, I'll talk to my uncle. I'll talk to my auntie and this and that. And so what is it? And at some point of time, you will find that you have notices coming. In a very important point. You cannot keep your money in one place. You have to diversify. You have to have a portfolio. You have to have a reallocation. Learn about these things. Google is there, the Hanuman of digital world. Go and ask him, play Google. You know, so it has to. I mean, there's no clear-cut definition of holistic life, holistic human. But there are five elements, like uh, love, money, sex, authority, and belief. So, Naturally, love is the thing which has more inclination towards the creation of holistic life. Love is a very universal thing. It's not only a man and a woman's love. You know, it is very, very empathetic. And then how much money you are wasting on sex? Authority. You know? Belief. Religion. You are giving a longer and you think you are holistic. At the same time, you're taking a bag of cash and bribing the officer. Mm. So that's not holistic, in my opinion. I may be wrong. I don't know. The world might say that this guy is trying to be of your framework, you know, that you uh, outlined earlier, which is you start with values, then you move to purpose. And then you develop a strategy around that. 
then you have the discipline to stick to that strategy uh, yeah, and finally yeah, take sure. the actions uh, you know that uh, that that strategy is dictating yeah, yeah this is a really good way of looking at it because you know interestingly i was talking to somebody yesterday who's a business owner and uh, she was telling me about how they have this vision for the business and why they sometimes choose not to do certain kinds of work or take on certain clients or pursue certain business opportunities yeah, yeah, because it yeah. doesn't fit within their vision so effectively sure. what you're saying is the same thing which is as individuals yeah. we should have a vision for our life or that vision may change over time but at least at any yeah, point yeah. you should know where you're trying to go and then you should orient your wealth creation towards fulfilling that vision and therefore you know you should you would know which things to pursue and which things not to because you know one of the things that i find uh, a lot of people do is you know if if you ask them like what are you saving up for or what are you investing for and they'll basically say something in lines of wealth maximization like i'm trying to maximize how much money i have but okay but there's no end to that you can maximize till the end you know you yeah. can like you said millionaire yeah. can become billionaire yeah. and so on so there's no human end is to finite that. human is finite right and because there's no end to that i feel like these people will never achieve that goal because there's always going to be somebody richer or rather with more money than them yeah so oh. well so said therefore, well said so therefore you know your framework is a good one for people to start with like normally on money talk we talk about the money part which really typically starts with goals so you know what you would call strategy and then yeah. downwards yeah. but if you don't have the upwards bit which is why are you doing this what's the purpose what are your own values yeah. uh, then maybe you cannot even define a set of goals so you 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 lost you're lost yeah sometimes you are chasing a 32 lakh worth of car sometimes you are buying a mac sometimes you are just going for a vacation you're lost you don't know because right. same money if we invested properly can really make you higher than rich that is wealthy you can become wealthy hmm. that's what i feel right so so rajiv thank you so much i think uh, this whole framework i think values to purpose to strategy to discipline and to action this is a really good way for many many people to evaluate their own uh, wealth journey let's put it that way Um, yeah. and um, i i think this is a really good takeaway for folks uh, on on this call or rather on this in this conversation uh, and rajiv it shows like you you've spent a long time uh, investing your money and trying to figure out your life and clearly it shows because it's a really neat way of no. putting it together packaging it into a, uh, you know into like a set of five uh, action plan so uh, really appreciate your time being here today and thank you so much for that very refreshing uh, take on wealth um so uh, you know i feel like many many people talk about how to make money and build wealth in lots of detail but very very few people talk about uh, why one should want to do this whole wealth creation why why should one why should one be on this journey at all and your yeah, discussion yeah, on it's important yeah no and really i think your discussion on purpose uh, and uh, you know aligning with that and you know therefore also therefore enjoying life the healthy wealthy wise uh, kind of thing um, i think that really struck a chord with me and i'm sure it will resonate with a lot of our listeners as well 
so thank you again rajiv so much for being here with us today oh uh, you are most welcome amit it was fantastic and uh, it was a very nice discussion and i believe that if some people will appreciate it but it is very easy to learn the nitty gritties from an excel sheet for x y z uh, goals but you don't know when that goal is finished what you want to you have to have a bigger goal bigger vision and then go through these things step by step buying assets aligning them in a portfolio and then reallocating uh, you know this is a part of the investment work so thanks right. a lot amit and it was a beautiful thing which i just suddenly had to stop and discuss with you i really enjoyed it yeah thanks I a lot rajiv and for those listening to this Same here. Uh, uh please do remember to follow our show and do rate us uh, five stars if you like this episode uh we were rajiv and amit with money talk see you next time yeah all the best folks